0: Partners in Ministry, a presentation of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation, dedicated to growing ministry support networks, introducing people to a cause that connects with their heart, bringing hope and encouragement to our communities as we seek together to serve as Christ serves.
1: Welcome to Partners in Ministry. My name is Dan Smith, and joining me today is Ryan Keller, the Executive Director of Hope for Healing Resource Assistance Network. In this interview, we're going to discuss what they call friendship or uh, church partners. Uh, we will take a look at what they are, uh, the role that they play in the network, why they're important, and then finally, who can become a friendship or a church partner. Welcome, Ryan, and thank you for joining me. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. The Hope for Healing Resource Assistance Network has been serving people all across the state of Iowa since its inception in 2014. I want to think I remember reading somewhere that either in 2020 or 2021, you served more than 3,100 people. Is that right? Back in 2020, after the tornado that hit Marshalltown,
2: uh, we served over 3,100 people and and continue to serve
1: over 3,000 people for the last three years wow, that's a lot of people, especially when you consider the fact that you've only got one full-time staff person and it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got We got to figure out how in the world you're doing this. So let's, let's take some time to look at uh, one component of the network that you call a friendship or church partner. Uh, first of all, what is a friendship or church partner? Well, a friendship or church partner um, is kind of a,
2: tough thing to explain in some respects, but at its core, it's just people. Um, it's people who are willing to befriend others who do that on behalf of their church. So uh, we we know that when an individual is going through a difficult time in their life and they're reaching out to a place like Hope for Healing to help find those resources they need, um, a lot of times that requires some change to come along with it. And change is always easier if we have somebody to walk with us than if we walk alone.
1: So the friendship partner provides that individual that walks with us. So the, the role that they play then, it sounds like we've got different components that are going on. So the friendship and the church partner does companionship. Um, Is that, is that, is that right? Is that what's going on there? Essentially? Yes. I mean, it's, It's not
2: designed for somebody to, you know, take over and solve a problem or anything like that. It's just to realize that we each have an individual role. And the role of the friendship partner is friendship, potentially, you know, somebody to listen, somebody to pray with, somebody that uh, just
1: understands and is able to be there. Okay. All right. So what you're doing is you're kind of splitting up the responsibilities of serving this person, so not any one person has to do it all. Uh, Correct. So, so the one thing that a friendship and a church partner does is we want you to know you're not alone. I'm here for you. Uh, I'm your friend. Uh, is there anything that you need? How can I how can I serve you? And that that's essentially their role. Correct. So, so why is that important? What to have this friendship or this church partner?
2: Well, I can talk about it from a couple of different perspectives. Um, One thing that comes to mind is if you think about Ecclesiastes in chapter four, it talks about, you know, people who labor together, get more work done. Mm. Um, But it also mentions in verse nine, I believe it is that, um, you know, it's kind of uh, we, we should feel bad for somebody who falls and is alone and isn't able to do that. So I see this as an opportunity for the church and the church by in that term is not the building, but the people to be able to use their various skills, gifts, or, um, you know, just interests to help somebody else out. Not every person that will come to a church will fit nicely with everybody there. But there's usually one friendship partner there that can connect and understand, walk with that person while they're making some changes in their life. Okay. The other part of that is I go back, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I know you know that, Dan. And uh, so part of that is I look at it, if we want it from a secular point of view, is that um, it's that idea of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, People need to have their basic needs met. And part of those basic needs is feeling like they are part of a community. And I'm not talking about like the town they live in or anything like that, but a group of people that they can actually interact with and feel like they're accepted by. And so um, the friendship partner fills both the ability to serve the Lord as he has given us skills to do so, but also the opportunity to help people meet their basic needs. Okay, great.
1: Who who can be a church partner or a friendship partner?
2: So um, we rely on churches, of course, for that, um, There's a couple of really good reasons for that. Number one is there's a church in pretty much every community across Iowa, we serve the entire state. So when you think about 3000 plus people being served annually, it's important that um, we have people in local communities that can reach out. Um, the other reason why we use the churches, again, from a practical standpoint. Uh, what organization can you think of that is willing to reach out and to uh, befriend people and to be a part of their lives that isn't going to require a cost or something else to be able to build that mm-hmm. relationship? So the church from God's design is practical in that it meets both of those
1: needs. So it sounds to me like that if you're just somebody out there who, who cares, uh, who likes to interact with people, uh, you've got the time to just plain be a friend to somebody. That's really all you need. You don't need to be a counselor. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a teacher. Uh, you don't need to have any licensings or, or specialized skills. You just got to care and, and want to go ahead and invest some of your time and make sure that, that people are doing okay. Exactly. The only thing is we ask that you do that with the understanding of your
2: church, that your mm-hmm. church is- Is part of the network. We don't want people serving on behalf of the church and the church doesn't know what's going on. So uh, the church role is important in that only to the extent that, you know, we are serving
1: um, as a member of the greater body. So the, the, the person that you're serving is not going to feel alone and they're going to get support from their friendship partner. And then the friendship partner is not going to be alone and they're going to get the support that they need from their church that's sponsoring. Is that kind of how the relationship chain works? Exactly. And if we wanted to go further from
2: that, the church then is not alone because they have us here at Hope for Healing to support them. And, you know, oftentimes when one request comes in, others are discovered. And so it puts the church in the middle of helping that person and continuing to bring new requests to Hope for Healing. We don't have to reinvent the wheel.
1: Sure. Well, if, you know, I'm thinking about some organizations out there that are not necessarily churches. Uh, It sounds like this would also be a great opportunity for them to help get some service for people that they're serving that's kind of out of their specialty uh, that just is basically providing some friendship and support for them. Uh, That they're probably not going to get otherwise when you come into some sort of a specialized care situation, too. Correct. Um, You know, we've actually been contacted
2: by um, county agencies and other uh, organizations that are designed to teach, say, social skills and things to certain individuals. And uh, again, they're looking for people that can maybe be what we might call a mentor or something Mm. who can help with that socialization. But all it is, again, is friendship. It's being there, talking with someone, having the time to be with them. And so it really does fill a need that um, is understood within human service fields and within the church.
1: Wow, that just sounds that sounds awesome. It sounds like something I'd like to enjoy doing. Um, so if I'm a person or if I'm an organization and I'm really liking this idea, this friendship partner or church partner, what would be my first step to get going? What what do I need to do?
2: Well, I would say if you're a person as part of a church, or if you're part of an organization that would like to to be able to do this, it's certainly the first step should be to either talk to your pastor or local missions, um, maybe social concerns, social concerns committee, if I can get that out (laughs) and to, um, you know, have the conversation that you would like to do this. And then from there um, contact hope for healing and I would uh, be more than glad to sit down with your you or your group, and to kind of discuss what that is. Um, we we would do what we call a partnership. It's nothing fancy. It's just some information so that we know how to contact the right person within the group to inform them if we have a person in the area that needs a friendship partner, and then um, the group or the church can identify the individual within their group
1: that would be the the, the specific friendship person for that need. Sure. Sure. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. This really helps me better understand uh, some, a part of, of the network. Um, uh, I look forward to visiting with you again, uh, I think next week, maybe even. Sounds good. If you're out there and you've got some questions or if you'd like more information about the hope for healing resource assistance network, you can find their contact information right here on the screen, or you can look at the show notes of this episode and find it there as well. On behalf of Partners in Ministry, I want to say thank you for joining me today. And until next time, let's get out there and serve as Christ serves.
0: This has been a presentation of Partners in Ministry, a podcast of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation. To learn more and see the show notes for this and other episodes, visit our website. To stay informed of up and coming broadcasts, subscribe to our e newsletter. To invest in our mission, donate today.